Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. There's so much here. A lot of, a lot of fun stuff. There's stories, like Great stories, back-to-back stories. Back stories. And these are things that you're going to hear about in the New Testament. If anyone says the book of Numbers is boring, they haven't read it. That's right. So let's just, I'm going to just share several of the stories, hopefully with the appetite of our listeners, because we're not going to have time to talk about all of no. them. But chapters 13, 14, they're on the edge of the promised land, Kadesh Barnea. Moses sends 12 spies in to explore the promised land. Mm-hmm. They come back, and 10 of them say, "There's these guys are giants. There's no way we can take this land. Even though God said, I'm going to give it to you. Right. Joshua and Caleb say, oh, God can do this. It's true they're huge, but our God's bigger. Yeah. The people go with the 10 spies. They're ready to stone you know, Moses, and they're, they're like, they paid for it. 38 more years wandering oh, yeah. in the wilderness until they all died off and their next that generation of kids. The whole generation would pay. Joshua and Caleb, the only two that got to go. Very cool. Going to the yep, promised yeah. land of the adults there. So, yep. next story Rebellion of Korah. Mm-hmm. You know, you wanted to touch on that. Can you summarize that one? Because we got more stories ahead that are better. So. Just, to, just to kind of summarize it, you have this, this family. I believe that they were, Korah was in the, the clan of the Levites, I believe. And, you know, they start to begin thinking, hey, we don't need Moses to be the leader. You know, anybody can be the leader. We can be the leader. That's always, you know, yeah. th- that temptation. We should be the leader. Armchair quarterbacks. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil it. If I was in it. charge. Exactly. Yeah. No spoiler alert. But something happens to Korah and the other leaders of this rebellion that had never happened to anyone else. So go check that out. Go read it. It's good. Yeah. So then chapter 18, it's about the Levitical priesthood, the, the Levites, the priests that were set apart to lead God's people in worship, mm-hmm. and they're described as a gift. Yes. Which we find a similar concept in the New Testament, Ephesians chapter 4. The, the pastors, the apostles, the prophets, yeah. the pastor teachers. These yeah. are gifts given to the church. And when I read that, and he said, yeah, the Levites are a gift to you, to your mm-hmm. people, and it just kind of, bing, I was like, that's cool. You have this kind of idea of these these people are given to God's people as, as a gifts. Gift. Yeah. So I love preaching on that because I love looking at the congregation and say, so this means I'm God's gift to you. That's right. (laughs) They're like, send it back! (laughs) (laughs) Right. Can we get the receipt on that? You know, someone takes a gift and just puts it in the closet and then, you know, gives it away to somebody else. Let's regift it. Regift it. There you go. Chapter 20 Moses strikes the rock instead of speaking to the rock Mm -hmm. as God instructed. And a lot of people struggle with that. Why did God. There had to have been some spiritual significance because it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like He's, what's going he represents on here. the law, and we'll talk about that some more sometime. All right, chapter twenty. That's Moses striking the rock. Chapter twenty-one. Here we go. The bronze mm-hmm. snake. Yeah, lifted up on a pole. Why was a bronze? Why did was Moses instructed to have his craftsmen make a bronze snake? Uh huh. Put it up on the pole and have people look at it. Because the people were being bitten by snakes and dying as a disciplinary. As a punishment. As right? a punishment for from their, God. Uh, for, for their, what was it, complaining, their continual mm-hmm. complaining, their comp- continual, um, you know, wanting what was back in Egypt rather than what God has been promising them, their comp- continual um, doubt or unfaithfulness, if that is a word, that God would be able to provide or that God was doing the right thing or that Moses was leading the right way, just continual complaining and doubt against the Lord. And God goes, hey. Here's here's the punishment for this, lack of faith, much of death. Why have you brought us out here in, into this wilderness, into this desert? To die. Numbers chapter twenty-one. Mm-hmm. We were this whole 
wish we were back the way things were. Right. We were in slavery. Longing for the old life. Yeah, can you imagine? They've been set free. They're, but yeah. Oh, can you imagine? A God, Christ, how you know, ungrateful! Well, a Christian saying this, right? Because yeah. what's the? It's I mean, it's a, it's a almost an analog to to what we're talking about here. A Christian being saved from their sin, being saved from eternity in hell, wrath and hell that they rightly deserve. Mm-hmm. Why do we want to go back to the old life? And then go back and be like, God, why did mm-hmm. why did you do all this for me? I'd rather be on my way to hell. Yeah, living it up. I had it good back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not exactly a heart of gratitude to the Lord's deliverance right. and and so how he, he sustained them and all that. Fiery snakes, yeah. fiery snakes and among them. They're dying, and Moses is like, "How do we? Yeah, he's, what do he's we do praying. here? Yeah, he's praying for you know, um, you know, salvation. And what happens? This is such a weird thing too. Make a bronze snake and check this out for everybody who's listening in. Go check out. Every, or not every, but very many ambulances, mm-hmm. hospitals, what do you see as their symbol or their logo? You see this snake. Pharmacies. That's wrapped around this stick, this pole. And you're like, why is there a snake on a hospital? It seems like, why would, it seems like the snake's going to kill me. Why would I, why, why is this everyone's logo? Yeah. It's this story. It symbolizes healing. It's this story. God said, make a snake of bronze you know, wrap it around this pole and hold it up. And any man who, or any person who looks upon who's been, the snake... Who's been snake-bitten, who's, who's going to die from this Who is poisonous. dying of the yeah. poison right now. Any person who looks upon this bronze snake statue that's lifted up will be healed. And I remember reading through the Old Testament and reading the New Testament, and there's a callback in the New Testament that if any man would look upon the risen Christ... Mm-hmm. on the cross would have his sins forgiven, just like any man who looked upon this risen-up bronze snake would have his poison removed. Jesus said this in his conversation with Nicodemus in John chapter 3, when mm-hmm. he says, For God so loved the world. It, it's in that same conversation yeah. he said, If the Son of Man be lifted up, I will draw all men mm. unto myself. Yep. Um, in, in John 3 there. So, uh, yeah, it, this is a picture of Christ. It's one of those... Great moments. There's so many of these in the Old Testament where we see what the Messiah would do in the future. Yeah, from this text a at least. Type or yeah. a shadow, yeah. right? Wonderful story, and it's fascinating also that it's a snake, the very source of their what's causing mm. them to die. They have to look up at it, this bronze snake, and look at right, lift it up on the pole mm-hmm. in faith, and then they're healed. We look up at Christ, who has taken on our sin. We're di- our sin causes us to die. Christ on the cross becomes sin he for us. He who became sin. Right. right. He who knew no sin became sin for us, so that mm-hmm. sin is transferred to Christ on the cross mm-hmm. that we would be forgiven. The it's thing awesome. that was killing them was a snake, and they have to look upon it, and the thing that is killing us is our sin, and we look upon our sin when Jesus becomes our sin on the cross. Right, which is why he went to the cross because of our sin. That's right. So it's an awesome story. Mm-hmm. All right, one more story we we thought was just a great story is Balaam's donkey talks. You have to bring it up because it's mentioned. We, you know, we always in a lot of Christian circles you make this joke. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you can you know if God can make a donkey talk, and people who have not read the Book of Numbers are going to be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we're talking about a donkey that talked. Yeah, and, and and it's a funny story to read because his immediate reaction was not, oh my goodness, my my donkey is talking. Instead, he talked back to the donkey. Yeah. 
It was funny. really funny. It was something. It's a great story. You ought to read it. <laughs> I think the donkey. The donkey says something like, "You've ridden ridden me your entire life. Yeah. Have I ever acted like this before?" And he's like, "No, you haven't." <laughs> oh, it's a great story in stuff. Numbers chapter twenty two. We're we're really hoping that this these conversations are getting you to read your Bible and discuss mm-hmm. it with someone. So, yeah. All right, good stuff. Um, and that leads to whole Balaam. He's the prophet. That's a great part of this whole section also mm-hmm. is he refused to take the money, make a lot of money by yeah. cursing this guy's enemy. And you could tell, it seemed like he was refusing, but just barely. He yeah. really, really he, wanted that money, but he knew, I cannot speak where God would not let me speak. Yeah, he, he He's a true prophet. He has to speak what God says, yep. even if it's not what he wants to say That's or what, right. with peer pressure even. Oh, yeah. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.